Anxiety sucks balls. Feeling alone, feeling lost, feeling like you're the only one with the crazy shit going on in your head. Hi, I'm Lou and I'm your host for the Getting Vulnerable podcast. I'm a mum, ex-anxiety sufferer, coach, motivator, speaker and most importantly, someone who bloody gets it. Join me as I deep dive into the crazy as we share the mind shitstorms and lessons learned through anxiety, depression and mum life. I got vulnerable and it saved my life and my hope is that I can inspire you to get vulnerable and save your own life. And welcome to another episode of the Getting Vulnerable podcast. It's so nice to be here with you. And this week's podcast is a tribute to my uncle. It's Men's Mental Health Week this week. And I just felt really called to share my perspective and my I don't know. I guess a story on on men's mental health, and I guess my personal story of I'll just jump into it. Really, <laughs> um, my uncle battled with mental illnesses for his whole life, and um, the simple man who didn't have a mobile phone, didn't have the internet and just, it just was simple, very, very simple. Um, He rocked up. It was the day before my birthday and I just couldn't believe it. I hadn't seen him for ages and I said, you know, (laughs) what the fuck? Like I was just gobsmacked and, you know, and he came in and we spent like, it was like four hours we just spent sitting and talking and it's like he he opened up his whole life to me and I later learned that no one else knew knew what he'd gone through in his life and knowing this about him just I don't know it it just his whole life made sense he was always seen as the black sheep you know the naughty one the one that didn't get his shit together and I can just totally understand um I get I just yeah men's mental health is so important mental health in general but for guys and hearing my uncle's story really really cemented for me how much I want to support not only women but men and young boys because I feel the the stigma around 
you know, being a man and, you know, not talking about your feelings and, you know, like that shit needs to stop because whether you're a man or a woman, you're fucking human and you have feelings and emotions and you have a fucking right to express everything. Um, and so, yeah, I, I guess I'd, I'd like to be, you know, share a bit about, you know, what I took away from knowing his story and learning about how when people are asking for help, we need to get a bit more compassionate or um, I don't know what the word is. I, I think we need to start learning what these signals are so that we can stop the suicide, so we can help more people who are trying to reach out but they don't know you know, but, but everyone shuts them down. And I think for men especially, I, I'm, I'm so excited about how much better it is. But, you know, guys, I really feel for them because I guess the stigma around being a man and fucking, you know, having your shit together and all of that and, you know, having to feel like they have to provide for the family and be the strong one for the family and, you know, that that stigma is so strong and it's really sad that it's still so strong even though it's getting better. But I think by us sharing these stories and I, I just, I feel, I've never felt, this connect more this connected to someone like I now that he's gone I feel like we're even more connected than ever before and I have a feeling you know he told me his story because I was the one that was gonna help other people and And share this story so that it saves lives and share share the vulnerability of of talking about these the topics. Um I you know, like I don't I don't know where to start. You know, I think we we need to start catching ourselves when we say or think or feel or get caught up in the the stigma of you're a man, you're a woman, you know you need to do this and you need to do that and you can't say this and you can't say that because it is still everywhere. It's everywhere. And I think the pressure, the societal pressure 
and the pressure that sometimes we, you know, unconsciously put on men and on women um, in their roles in society, quote, unquote, you know, sometimes we, we do it unconsciously. And I think if we can become more aware of this and start changing and catching ourselves and fucking owning it and, you know, we can start making a difference. And the biggest thing is what we can do now for the next generation and for our kids that are growing up and especially, you know, us that have boys we need to start talking about these emotions now, yesterday, you know, and our partners, our husbands, the dads. We need to encourage this open, clear communication of feelings, of, you know, because through my uncle's story, and what he went through as a young child, he told me about how much he tried to to tell people, to tell the ones closest to him what was happening to him, and no one listened. And no wonder, you know, he, this is what you do when you, when you battle with a mental illness and you battle with the shit in your head, you either don't know how to explain it, so you don't, so you resort to addiction, you know, self-harm, um, you resort to anything that will kind of take the pain away or take your mind away from from the trauma of whatever that is. And I want to jump in here, jump into my own conversation <laughs> and say that trauma is so different for every single person. So I know that as a society when we say trauma, we immediately associate that with sexual abuse, physical abuse, losing a loved one, illness, um, mental abuse, and they're all types of trauma. But there's also other types of trauma that, where people are affected differently by different situations. And and I realised, um, so each and every one of us, like I said, is, is affected by trauma, quote, unquote, in different ways. And I remember for so many years I was having this battle inside my head because I felt like my pain and like my personal pain and sadness and, you know, my, my, my past 
experiences and child and my upbringing, I never categorized it as traumatic because I immediately associated trauma with those top quote unquote you know, trauma experiences, and that's what we do. And this is a huge part in my you know, healing process. And but there were situations in my past that were traumatic and I shut them down and I never went back to learn about them because I immediately compared with you know little Sally down the road who was sexually abused or who had lost a mum or a dad or you know and and yes those things are really just fucked up and traumatic but also there are other experiences that all of us have gone through that are traumatic too. And it's important that where we allow ourselves to, to feel that pain and not compare it. And so I always encourage and go through this, um, it's like a, pro- a process I, I take my clients through where we talk about external influence and comparison and what trauma looks like and feels like and to them. And I just want to read, I know I'm going totally off track from the story, but I think this is really important. And um, so I, I looked up, you know, what, what does trauma mean? You know, what does, what does it actually mean? And the, what is psychological trauma and what's trauma? So trauma is potentially traumatic events, a powerful and upsetting incidents that intrude into daily life. They are usually experiences which are life-threatening or pose a significant threat to a person's physical or psychological well-being. An event, this is very important, an event may have little impact on one person but cause severe distress in another. And this is where I say how each and every one of us and our experiences are so different and each and every one of us have every fucking right to feel the pain and the trauma, whatever that looks like. And psychological trauma. Trauma is often the result of an overwhelming amount of stress that exceeds one's ability to cope or integrate the emotions involved with that experience. Like this is, like, let's, let's read that again. Trauma is often the result of an overwhelming amount of stress that exceeds one's ability to cope. You know, like all of us have experienced trauma, yet because we automatically compare ourselves to these, you know, quote unquote top traumatic situations, we dismiss our, you know, dismiss ourselves, dismiss our right to feel sad or feel pain. 
you know, and I think, you know, this for men especially, you know, it, it's fucking stressful having that pressure from society and also pressure that we put on ourselves because of the past generations, you know, I don't know what it's called, you know, how men do this and women do that. I don't know. What's that? What, what is that called? It's just a, like shit's changing. The, wor- the world is changing and shit's changing and it's got to change, like equality, right? And so back for my, coming back to the story, back for my uncle, you know, in the time that he was trying to reach out, yeah, and, and talk to the people that were closest to him and, you know, and explain what was happening and what had happened and everyone dismissed him. And, you know, and then look at his life of like, well, oh, that's why he's like that and, oh, he's, you know, he's messed up and he's a black sheep and he's always the naughty one and he's always, you know, but this is him, like, dealing with his pain that no one, like, no one helped him. No one, because back then they didn't know, you know, you weren't allowed to talk to, you know, about your emotions. You weren't allowed to. You just had to fucking harden up and do this and do that. And But you know what? Like, we shouldn't have to fucking harden up. It's not about hardening up. And I hate that. Every one of us, whether you've got a vagina or a dick, you are human and you have emotions and you deserve to be heard. And like I say, you know, each and every one of us, no matter what our experiences are as humans, you know, what do we want? What do we want? What, what is like your desire? You, you, you want to feel like you fucking belong. You want to feel heard. You want to feel loved. You want to be seen. And when you try and reach out and people dismiss you and then, and it's no one's fault and I want to make that very clear because, like I say, we all only know what we know. And you know, back then, you know, in the upbringing of our you know, of our parents and aunties and uncles and their parents and their parents' parents, it, you know, got worse as you go back because because of society and what you're meant to do as a woman and what you're meant to do as a man. And I'm just so fucking grateful that shit's changing, but we've got a long way to go. And so you know, how can we support guys especially you know, because the suicide rate in men is just heartbreaking and i there's a, like an unspoken pressure i feel and again this is my perspective there's an unspoken pressure that guys take on or that is on them. I don't. I don't know, like where it comes from, but it's fucking there, and it's you know, you know, of this need to 
feel like they have to do everything to look after everyone and the family and by, you know, by working away and making the money and working hard and making the money and making the money so that everyone can live and eat and have a house, you know, over their heads and and all of that. Like I, I've, I feel that pressure and I'm a woman and, you know, but I think it, it it's so strong there and how can we break this pressure down? How can we, you know, stop this stigma? How, you know, what can we do right now? We can start having more conversations and stopping and asking. Ask your husbands, ask your dad, ask your male friends. Start opening it up. Uh, just, just ask the fucking question of like, do you feel like there's this pressure for you to do this and do that? You know, ha- like, have you asked your husband, partner, dad, brother, you know, And often we haven't because no one talks about it, you know. And, and, again, this is us all contributing to the – what is it called? Someone Can someone, like, message me? You know how it's just like men do this, women do that. It's like the stigma, right? Is that how – I don't know how to explain it, but it is, you know, equality, whatever that is. And – these conversations are uncomfortable because guys, I think, sometimes feel this, whether it's pressure plus power, yeah, but they don't have to. And this is the thing, this is what we need to stop is guys don't have to feel that and we shouldn't make them feel that. Not that we make them. We, you know, we should support them in if they do feel that. How can we stop it? Because... You know, con- connection, connection is is key. And how do we create that authentic connection? How do we how do we create that? It, it's about having the uncomfortable, authentic, real conversations about life, and not you know pussyfooting around. And it's funny because I've noticed over the years when I you know go to a party or you know, where, where I'm mingling with people that I haven't ever met before. Um, yeah, and, and people always say, oh, okay, what do you do, Lou? And I, I say, you know, I run the Anxiety Project and I'm, you know, I support women through, you know, mental, mental health, through anxiety, through, you know, from a lived experience. And every single guy that I've talked to about this, they just open up. Like I like I don't know like I must have this like sign on my head but I you can see they just want to fucking talk about this stuff and it's hard for them but but this this is the key we need to start creating that space and you know I, I want to do this for my uncle, not just for my uncle, but for the guys that have taken their lives, for the families that have lost their brothers, their husbands, you know, because it's it's so shit. Um, it's so shit. So, 
if you're listening, if you know someone that isn't going through, you know, a good time, if you, uh, I don't know, if this connects with you, please share it, share it with your community, share it with your loved ones. But most importantly, for each and every one of us, if we can, how can we help? We can start opening up the conversation, asking the questions to the guys. How are you feeling? Do you feel like, like, ask the question, do you feel like there's this pressure on you? You know, how, you know, how can we support you in not feeling like this? How can we all together stop this shit about guys having to do this, women having to do that? And, you know, allowing this space, you know, not just guys talking to guys, but girls talking to guys. And there, there's going to be resistance. That's just a normal. Resistance, there will be normal. There, you know, there will be normal. <laughs> there will be normal. You know, when someone, you know, when someone's had the same beliefs or expectations or pr- whatever it is, ha- had this idea of what it, what it's what it means to be a man, what it means to be a woman, what it you know, all that shit. Like you can't just break it overnight. We need to slowly peel back the layers and create the space. You know, like connection, like trust, it takes time. But we've got to start. We've got to start. And we've got to start now. I I'm I miss my uncle so much and I the pain that he lived with for his whole life um you know of not feeling like he belonged and not you know no one listening to him <laughs> I actually feel very, um, I don't know, very privileged that he was, he opened up to me and shared his story to me, and I'm sharing this for him, and I hope that it it'll help others too, and um. Please just help me get this out to the world and you can do that by writing a review, by tapping on the five stars, sharing it with your communities because together we need to help these conversations, You know, make it normal, make it normal so we can stop the suicide. We need to start making a difference in this horrible suicide rate. Thank you so much for listening and please, as I said, press the subscribe button, hit the five stars, share share it with your community so we can get this conversation out to the world. Big, big love. Mm -hmm.